You watch him closely. What's the secret, Max? You just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Establishing Shot, a podcast where we usually do deep dives into directors and their filmographies. Uh, We are taking a break from the typical format this week. Last week, uh, as most of you hopefully know, we took um, our last, well, we took, we had our last episode in our Wes Anderson series, a sort of epilogue. Uh, on that series, looking back on some lessons learned from uh, going through Wes Anderson's filmography. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, please go back and um, and check out that episode or uh, the whole series. Uh, if you're if you're new to the show, uh, just checking us out for the first time. Uh, that is what our typical fare is: uh, digging very deep, talking for a long time about. Um, the uh, films uh, of an, of a director going episode by episode, film by film. So, um, yeah, we just finished our first series, our Wes Anderson series. We're taking a quick break here before we get into our next series, where we will be talking about Christopher Nolan and his filmography. Uh, excited about that. Uh, that will be coming up in the near future. Uh, but, uh, this week I figured what I would do is, uh, take a break from that, uh, and maybe catch, uh, some of the listeners up with some movies that I have really enjoyed, um, that I've seen, uh, since, uh, I did the best films of 2023 so far and, um, yeah, catch you guys up on some of those and then look forward to some movies that will be coming out this fall. Uh, the fall movie season is always jam packed full of exciting movies. So, uh, I'm going to highlight some that I'm looking forward to, uh, some of them, uh, a good bit of them probably you've heard of or, uh, are aware of. Um, and then maybe you one or two that maybe you're not so aware of. And so hopefully uh, I'll be able to get some more movies on your radar. But uh, yeah, let's jump in and look at uh, some movies that I have seen uh, since that last episode. Uh, I believe it was episode 10. uh, So just a few ago, Uh, but episode 10, where I looked at the best films of 2023 so far, I just wanted to highlight a few of these because there's been a few that I've really, really loved. Uh, One of those films, uh, is a, a film called Past Lives, uh, directed by uh, first-time uh, first-time director Celine Song. Um, she is uh, Celine Song is uh, she's done a lot of writing for um, uh, like plays and whatnot, uh, and uh, this is her first venture into film. And so, man, this film is just incredible. Um, it uh it kind of follows um a girl named uh, Nora and uh her kind of childhood uh sweetheart uh Song. um they were deeply connected as kids um uh but Nora 
uh, moved away, moved to uh, Canada and eventually ended up in New York. And um, they kind of uh, connect again as young adults uh, and then uh, connect later in life when Nora is married. Um, and it's just this incredible film, um, really just about, I don't even know. It's, it's one of those films that's hard to say exactly what it's about, but it's, it's really just about these characters and then figuring out who they are connecting with their past, figuring out who they are now, what that means for them and their future, what their love was then, um, is there a possibility for it now? And um, it just handles it with such um, care uh, song does with both, like just the way that she directs these characters and then the way she films um, and captures it. it. Everything about this film is just beautiful. It's, it takes its time and it's uh, I, I just loved it. Uh, if you can uh find a way to see this one. I highly recommend it. I was able to catch it in theaters uh, in the short time that it was in theaters here. So um, I don't know if it's probably not still showing where you are. Maybe it is. Um, but yeah, uh, be looking for this one. Um, another one that uh, I absolutely adored um, uh, was, uh, and I mentioned looking forward to seeing it on that last uh, episode 10, uh, is Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Uh, this, of course, is um, uh, based on the Judy Bloom book of the same title and uh, directed by Kelly Freeman Craig, um, who uh, also directed uh, Edge of Seventeen uh, a few years ago, which was a great kind of dramedy movie. This is along the same veins, a dramedy um, about a girl, I believe, 11 years old, um, uh, played by abby uh abby Ryder forston um the the you know the titular character margaret um who is uh having to move from new york to new jersey with her family and figure out this new place and find new friends while also figuring out what's going on with her her changing body um what i love about this film is that um uh Craig just has a way of really helping you empathize and experience what it's like to be that age of 11 and as a woman or a, you know, a blossoming woman, figuring out uh, who you are and just putting you in that world, helping you see from that perspective. But the other thing I love about this film is the, the mother um, of Margaret in the movie, uh, Barbara played by Rachel McAdams here. Um, it's just, uh, it's just really great to see her expand. Um, I haven't read the book, but as far as I've heard, um, she really expands on that mother character and gives her a lot more story and depth. Um, and so, uh, man, I loved this movie. It was very funny. Um, I was laughing all through the movie, uh, me and my wife watched it and I was also tearing up all through the movie. Uh, it very much emotionally connected with me, um, as the husband of a wife and, uh, the father of, uh, a little baby girl. And, uh, yeah, I just, man, um, 
really loved that movie. Um, a couple more really quick. Uh, I, um, on my birthday weekend, while most people were doing Barbenheimer, uh, I was doing, uh, let me get this right. Uh, I was doing Mission Jones and the Dead Destiny. Is that how you would mash those two movies up? <laughs> Anyways, I, I was seeing, uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, uh, the, the final Harrison Ford adventure in the Indiana Jones franchise. And also, um, watched mission impossible dead reckoning part one. I did a double feature. Um, uh, it was my birthday treat, uh, for myself, uh, just sitting in a theater for a lot of the day watching these two movies. And I really enjoyed both of them. Um, uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, I thought was really fun, enjoyable. I was um, pleasantly surprised at how James Mangold handled it um, as the director. And, um, you know, he's not Steven Spielberg, but um, I felt like he did did the franchise justice um, and uh, really had fun just watching Harrison Ford um, be that character again. And then Mission Impossible, uh, Dead Reckoning Part 1, I thought was just really, really good. Um, I I thought that this, the story and the plotting was interesting um, and had some more depth to it than maybe meets the eye. Um, while also just, of course, the stunts um, are what you go to that movie for. There's um, a lot of great stuff going on. Uh, Cruz just does a great job working with Macquarie on those. So I had a lot of fun seeing those two movies. Um, but yeah, uh, I've seen a few others, um, since then, uh, Nimona is a animated, uh, movie that came out on Netflix, uh, that I thought was, was fun. Um, and had some interesting animation that I thought was, was that popped and was interesting. Um, I caught up with the, the Dungeons and Dragons movie, uh, which I didn't love, but I had a good time with. I thought it was a fun movie. Um, and so I think that's uh, that's streaming on Paramount+. Plus. You can catch that there. Um, another movie that I really liked that came out on Netflix on Barbenheimer Weekend 2 uh, is a movie called uh, They Cloned Tyrone. Uh, First-time director Joel Taylor uh, on that film. And it stars uh, John Boyega. Um, almost unrecognizable from his kind of famous character, uh, Finn, uh, in the, the newest Star Wars trilogy. But uh, Boyega is great. Um, and then uh, Tiana Paris and uh, Jamie Foxx are the other two kind of um, uh, co-stars there. Uh, it's a really fun, interesting movie. Um, it's almost like... Um, it's almost like a way more sci-fi um, get out in the, in the vein of get out um, less horror, more sci-fi um, kind of thriller uh, really, really fun. And, uh, and, you know, tackling some interesting ideas um, obviously to some social commentary going on. That's, you know, maybe not so subtle, but uh, really fun. And, um, I think that the the actors here really do an incredible job of carrying this movie. 
Um, but yeah, that one you can check out on Netflix. Really fun movie. Uh, I, I recommend it. Uh, but yeah, those are some movies that I've seen um, that I've loved. Uh, a few of the from the year that I just really didn't go for, really didn't do it for me. Um, the two Marvel ventures this year just really didn't do it for me. Um, the new Guardians and the new Ant-Man. I didn't love those. Um, I didn't love the new Little Mermaid. Uh, I thought that um, the actress there, uh, uh, Haley, uh, Hallie Bailey, that's her name. Uh, you know, she was really great, fantastic, incredible voice. But um, yeah, I, I just... I just don't really go for the, the live action remakes. They just don't do it for me. And this one was kind of a mess visually. Um, I was getting a headache watching some of the scenes. Um, uh, yeah. And then especially after seeing like Avatar, the way of water, which I didn't love that either, but the underwater scenes in that are incredible. And in this one, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It, it doesn't look good to me. Um, and then, uh, Renfield was, was another that, it, you know, it was fun. Um, I really feel like they kind of wasted Nick Cage as, uh, as Dracula in that movie. Um, and I don't know, I feel like it was trying to do too much. Uh, yeah, just not very well written. Uh, not a great movie. It was still kind of fun to watch at points, but. Yeah, uh, if you want to watch uh, a, a movie where Nicolas Cage plays a vampire, I would recommend watching Vampire's Kiss, which is a much better movie. Not a fantastic movie, but much better and uh, really fun. But uh, but yeah, um, yeah, that's some of the stuff I've seen. Um, I did catch up with Barbie um, recently. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, I uh, I don't want to go too deep into it. I didn't think it was like just one of the best movies ever. Um, I, I personally prefer um, Gerwig working with movies like little women and lady bird. I absolutely love both of those movies. Um, didn't absolutely love this one, but still really had a fun time. Um, enjoyed watching Margot Robbie and um, Ryan Gosling and the roles of Barbie and Beachkin. Um, and, you know, uh, I think I think Ryan Gosling kind of stole the show as Beachkin. Um, he was just captivating in that part and hilarious. Um, and maybe him stealing the show kind of uh, proves the patriarchy, uh, which the movie kind of tackles uh, in a way. But uh, but yeah, um, I, I enjoyed Barbie. Uh, I didn't enjoy it quite as much as uh, so many people are, but that's not to take anything away from it. It's it's a very good movie, very fun, um, enjoyable watch, uh, funny. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's kind of like a look back at some movies that I've caught up with that I would recommend. And uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break here. And when we come back, uh, we will look at some movies that will be coming out this fall uh, what are we going to be looking forward to? So I will see you in just a minute. 
Hey everyone, thank you for joining us on the Establishing Shot today. We hope you're enjoying the episode so far, and we hope you'll stick around for the segments we have coming up after this quick break. But uh, during this break, I wanted to tell you how you can get more involved with the Establishing Shot podcast. There are several ways you can do this. The main way you can do it is by going to establishingshotpod.com our website where you can find all sorts of information like uh, episodes with the show notes on there, uh, information about our guests for each episode. You can find uh, reviews there uh, and uh, there's a page where you can actually leave a review on the website if you want to. You can see all the platforms where the podcast is available like Apple, Spotify, all the major podcast platforms and even uh, a link to our YouTube page where you can see a video version of the podcast. So uh, please go to the website. And uh, the place I want to highlight there is our donate page, uh, which has information about our Establishing Shot family. This is a way that you can subscribe to the podcast to support all the efforts and uh, the just the stuff that goes into making this podcast good and making it better than it even is now. We have different tiers that you can subscribe to. Uh, starting at $5. And what this will do is you'll be able to support the podcast, help me make it better. And also at the same time, you'll get early and ad-free episodes. You'll get access to our Discord server where you can join in and just kind of talking about movies with a community that loves uh, film. And so we, we would love to have you in there. Uh, and then the higher up in the tiers you go, the more you get. Uh, even things like... Uh, chats and video chats that we'll do uh, every once in a while where we get to talk about uh, in more detail stuff that we're talking about on the podcast. So I hope you'll subscribe to that. Uh, Choose a tier that fits uh, your budget. And uh, I would love for you to support the podcast in that way. And uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about uh, is where you can find us on social media. Uh, You can find me personally on Twitter at the Eli Price. And you can also follow me on Letterboxd. Letterboxd is kind of like a social media for movie reviews. So you can read my reviews there and you can find me there at just Eli Price, you know, no, no spaces or anything. Uh, so I'm on Twitter and Letterboxd. You can find the podcast on all the uh, social pa- platforms as well, such as Twitter at eShotPod and then on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok at EstablishingShotPod. So make sure to follow us so you don't miss anything. If you have uh, any questions or comments about the episode or about the podcast, you can always email us at establishingshotpod at gmail.com. And the very last thing I want to do before you get back into the episode today is just ask you to please go to Spotify and Apple and leave some ratings and reviews. That really helps the visibility of the podcast and gets it in more people's podcast feeds. And so we hope you will do that for us and we would greatly appreciate it. So I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode and I will see you next time on the Establishing Shot podcast. Hi, welcome back to the show. I hope you uh, were able to get some good recommendations of movies to see from this uh, year of 2023 in that last segment, uh, ones that I've already seen and can recommend. But now let's do a little bit of looking forward 
uh, into the fall. Uh, just kind of looking at, man, what movies are coming out uh, that we are excited to see, uh, or at least that I'm excited to see. And uh, hopefully you'll you'll be uh, on board with me. Uh, I wanted to kind of uh, go, uh, you know, I was trying to decide, uh, do I want to go like ones that I'm most looking forward to first and go from there? Do I want to go f- by release date? Um and uh, I might do a bit of a mix, uh, uh, but uh, I guess I'll start off with uh, one that should be set to release, I believe, um, this weekend. Um, this uh, is August 11th, while this episode is being released. Um, I'm recording ahead of time, as I usually do, uh, but um, I believe that this film is set to release on August 11th, so it might be in theaters now uh, in a theater near you. So if it is, check it out. Um, but uh, it is called uh, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Um, and the reason I'm excited to see this is not really because of the director, because I haven't seen any of his films. Uh, it's not because of any of the actors, uh, because I don't really necessarily recognize any of them. Um, it's just the concept seems really interesting to me. Uh, over the past few years, I've caught up with a lot of uh, Dracula and Dracula-related films. Um, just uh, usually in October, I like to dig into some horror stuff, and um, Dracula obviously uh, is in that vein. And so I've really loved some of them and not so much others. But this one... Um, is kind of a a different kind of take. Uh, so, in the the Dracula story, you know, there's a point where Dracula stows away on a boat, uh, kind of in a in a coffin, um, to go from his uh, castle in Transylvania to this house um, where uh, Renfield has, you know, uh, got him a house set up where he's going to be, you know, finding some new victims. Um, and you know, the really in most of the movie, I don't really know how much time is spent here on the books in the book, uh, rather, um, I've never read it. Uh, but in the movies, usually that's just a quick thing is, uh, you know, you know, that he's on the stowed away on this boat, you know, that he's kind of like taking some victims on the boat to get some energy on the way on the voyage. But this movie is that whole voyage it's um it's uh these people you know that are the crew and the captains of this boat uh the demeter and um yeah them kind of uh i i guess it's just the the high concept is this they're being picked off i guess on this boat um it, it's just an interesting concept to me i think the dracula story is interesting so uh i'm just interested to see what what this director, uh, his name is Andre uh, Overdahl, does with this film. So uh, we'll see. Uh, this is not a recommendation. This is just, I am excited to see what, what happens with this movie. Um, uh, but yeah, so that comes out August 11th. Um, uh, Blue Beetle comes out, I believe, the, ne- the next week, August 18th. Uh, a new DC movie. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it a ton, um, but I do like DC, uh, the comics, uh, and I'm 
vaguely familiar with uh, the Blue Beetle character, and he's an interesting character. So I don't know, it, it, it might be something that could be interesting. Um, so uh, I, I might try to check that out. Uh, that's August 18th. Uh, and then August 25th, um, there's a movie called Gran Turismo that I've been seeing as a preview for every single movie in theaters I've been to recently. Um, it's based apparently on a true story. I know nothing about this, um, but uh, uh, it's basically a kid that has played this Gran Turismo game over and over and over and is like one of the best in the world and gets a chance to race uh, in real life um, in, uh, in the Nissan competitions. Uh, he, he become a professional race car driver. Uh, it stars David Harbour, Orlando Bloom, and the kid is Archery Mataque. Um, but yeah, the director is Neil Blomkamp is, is, and that's the main reason, um, I'm interested in this because I, I actually enjoy Blomkamp as a director. Um, District nine is probably his most famous movie, which I really enjoy. Uh, and I actually enjoyed more than kind of consensus, uh, his, uh, last two most recent films, Elysium and Chappie, um, I, I enjoyed those, so I'm I'm interested to see what he does with this Gran Turismo movie, um, uh, more based on true events, uh, kind of a little bit away from the his typical sci-fi stuff. So, yeah, that that one should be interesting. Uh, I'm inter you know, I, we'll see, we'll see what happens with it. Um, those are movies coming out in August that I'm interested in over the next few weeks. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what, how they turn out. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I'm going to kind of change directions here and talk about a film that I am. It's, it's right there. Uh, this and another film are probably tied for my most anticipated films for this fall. Um, and it was originally for a long time, um, titled, uh, how do, uh, you live or how do I live? Um, and it is the new film by Hayao Miyazaki, um, the famed Studio Ghibli uh, uh, director, filmmaker. Uh, it, I love Miyazaki. I've watched through um, all of his films in the past several years. Um, My Neighbor Totoro, The Wind Rises, uh, Kiki's Delivery Service, Princess Mononoke. These are just such incredible masterpiece films. Um, and this is supposed to be his, his last feature venture. It's released in Japan very recently. Um, it very popularly has done no promotion, no trailer, nothing, uh, no promotional material whatsoever. It just released. Um, and it, it is released in Japan. Uh, and uh, there's um, a distributor, apparently, I read about that, picked it up to be able to release it at some point in 2023. And so uh, I don't know when this film is being released. I hope that it gets released this fall. Uh, and the sooner the better, because I really, really want to see this because I love Miyazaki. Um, and I want to see what he's doing with this film. I don't really know anything about it. Uh, the description on Letterboxd says a boy discovers an abandoned tower in his new town and enters a fantastical world with a talking gray heron. Uh, the boy and the heron is the the new title for it, apparently. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, that sounds great to me because I trust that Miyazaki is going to do something incredible with it. Uh, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I kind of uh, hinted at it, but there's another film that uh, I'm just like so, so incredibly excited for it. I haven't really watched the trailer for this, but I did watch the teaser that came out uh, originally, and that is uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, the new Martin Scorsese film. Scorsese is one of my all-time favorite directors, um, and uh, I am just looking so much forward to seeing this movie. Um, it just looks like it's going to be incredible, uh, which most of his films I just think are. Um, he's just one of those directors that I don't, I don't even have to know anything about it. Um, who's, who's acting in it. Uh, if his name is on it, I'm going to go see it. It's going to be at the top of my list. Um, and, uh, so yeah, this is one of those that, you know, you probably are aware of, uh, because mo a lot of people plugged into, uh, film and, uh, interested in movies, uh, are aware that Scorsese's had this movie, um, supposed to come out for a while now. And so, uh, yeah, you know, we've got uh, Leo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Lily Gadstone, Jesse Plemons, uh, Brendan Fraser, John Lithgow. Uh, you just, I mean, it's just, uh, it's an incredible cast. Um, it's uh, based on, it's adapted from a book of the same name. Uh, I haven't read the book. I probably will not before seeing the film, but uh, this is set to release October 20th, I believe. And I will be there, uh, hope maybe even that day, um, watching this one. I am so excited for, for this film and I don't even have to know anything about it. I just have to know it's March Scorsese and I will be there. Um, but yeah, um, uh, let's switch gears and get back to, uh, kind of a more, uh, looking into f when the films are releasing, um, and jump back to September from October. Uh, there's a film coming out called The Creator. Um, I am vaguely interested in this one. It looks super interesting. Um, it's kind of a, uh, it has some um, sci-fi AI stuff going on. Um, it looks kind of like sci-fi adventure epic sort of stuff going on from what I've seen from images in the trailer. It's directed by Gareth Edwards, um, who uh, directed uh, Rogue One um, uh, and uh, the new, the newer, I think it was 2014 Godzilla. Um, and both of those movies I, I enjoyed. Um, uh, Rogue One isn't my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, I, you know, a lot of people absolutely love it. Um, I think it's fine. Uh, it's, it's good. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see, uh, what he does with this. Uh, one of the reasons is cause it's starring John David Washington, um, who, you know, I think is just, is really good in everything I've seen him in, uh, black Klansman, Tenet. Uh, he was great in both of those. Um, and so, I'm I'm interested to see. I don't know a ton about this movie, but it looks visually really stunning um, from what I've seen from trailer images and stuff. So, yeah, it should be a good one. That one is set to release September 29th. Uh, the Creator. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Jumping into October, 
Um, there is a movie that maybe you're not so aware of coming out. Uh, you know, we have Killers of the Flower Moon coming out later in October, but a little bit earlier, the week before, um, set for a limited release on October 13th. So it it might not get uh, it might not be released in your area. You might have to wait longer than this. I probably will. It probably will not get a limited release here in Lafayette, Louisiana. But um, uh, it's a movie called Anatomy of the Fall. Anatomy of a Fall. I think I said the. Um, and it is a French uh, language film uh, by director Justine Trier or Triette. Uh, and yeah, it is. Um, it's kind of a, it's about a woman suspected of her husband's murder and their blind son facing a, a moral dilemma as the sole witness. Um, so a little bit of uh, courtroom drama, but the main reason I'm excited about this is because um, it's just gotten a ton of buzz um, ever since it premiered at, um, at a Cannes uh, Film Festival in France. Um, it's just gotten glowing reviews um, a lot of critics that I um, that I follow and trust have uh, have talked about that it was uh, great that have seen it. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see this. Um, I haven't seen anything else by this director, um, so I don't really know anything about the director or the actors. Uh, the The concept sounds interesting um, and engaging, um, and yeah, all the buzz. There's got to be something going on there. So. I, I'm hoping to be able to catch this in some way, um, whether it's in theaters, um, probably not a French language film um, with a limited release only set for the U.S. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to get to see it in theaters, but um, hopefully by uh, sometime this fall, I'll be able to get it VOD or streaming. So, yeah, Anatomy of a Fall. I'm looking forward to, to catching that. Um, a lot of really good buzz around it. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, uh, I believe, uh, we can move into the, let's move a week back. Uh, no, a week forward in October. Let's jump into October and talk about, um, Priscilla. Uh, so we, yeah, yeah, we're moving a week back. So we're going backwards in October. October 20th, Killers of the Flower Moon. October 13th, Anatomy of a Fall. And then jump back one more week to October 6th, and let's talk about Priscilla. Um, it is the new movie by Sofia Coppola, um, who is, uh, you may know her from movies like uh, Lost in Translation, The Virgin Suicides, the Marie Antoinette film, Um but yeah, Sofia Coppola is a, a you know one of our great working female directors, um, and this is a movie um, uh, about uh, uh, Priscilla Presley. Um, it's from her perspective. We just had an Elvis movie come out um, last year, and uh, now we're getting a movie uh, from uh, Priscilla's perspective. So. Um, I'm interested in this. Um, I'm not like over the moon excited for it, but Sofia Coppola is a director that um, I think is great and um, that I respect. And so I'm interested to see, to see how she tackles this material, um, what kind of uh, perspective she will give to this story. And so, yeah, that, that one should be interesting. That one's coming out October 6th. 
Um, and I should mention too, these are dates that I've gotten from IMDb. Some of them are preset in stone. Some of them are perspective dates, expected uh, dates. And so these these still may change, uh, but this is what we have as of now, uh, as of the time of this recording. So we've really kind of covered um, uh, August and September. I did want to mention kind of an honorable mention one, uh, a movie called Bottoms that's supposed to be coming out in in uh, at the end of August um, by director Emma uh, Seligman. Uh, she directed a movie that came out uh, in 2020 called Shiva Baby that I thought was great. Um, this one is a comedy that looks like it might be just as great. Uh, we'll have to see. But that one's uh, coming out end of August. I forgot to mention that earlier. So I wanted to hit that real quick. Um, uh, I guess I will take uh, this time before we move into November um, to mention a couple of movies that don't have release dates, um, but are set to release at some point in 2023 on Netflix, I believe, is uh, who's distributing those. Um, one of them is not a feature length film. It is instead a, a short film that's somewhere between 30 and 40 minutes, I believe, by Wes Anderson. So um, I may or may not uh, put out an episode uh, kind of covering that uh, when it comes around. We'll have to see. Um, but uh, but it's called The Wonderful World of Henry Sugar. It's a, an adaptation of a real doll, um, I believe, anthology. Um, so I'm not sure if he's doing several stories, um, in this, uh, short, or if it's just, if he's just focusing on one, um, we don't know. I don't think we know a ton about it, but I'm excited because obviously it's Wes Anderson. We just did a whole series on him. Um, and then you've got actors like Benedict Cumberbatch and Dev Patel, um, and, uh, Ben Kingsley, who he's never really worked with before. Um, and then, uh, You've got returners like Ralph Fiennes and uh, Rupert Friend uh, kind of coming back into the fold. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what Wes does with this short. It was originally, I think, supposed to be a feature length film and um, and then ended up uh, he ended up cutting it back to being a short. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. Uh, the other one is a movie called Spaceman. Um, this is also set to release at some point in 2023 on Netflix. Uh, it's by director Johan, uh, rank is how I'm guessing you say that. Um, he is probably most famous for directing the, the limited series Chernobyl, um, uh, which I have not seen, but have heard fantastic things about, um, that it's very, it's just incredible and haunting and, um, really well done. Uh, series. Um, but this one is starring uh, Adam Sandler, Carrie Mulligan, and Paul Dano. Uh, yeah, count me in. Um, it's uh, about an astronaut going to the edge of the galaxy to create mysterious ancient dust. Um, and, you know, other things. You can go read the description for yourself. It's called Spaceman. I don't know a ton about this movie, but I am... I know that this director has done well with that limited series and with that cast, it should be very interesting. So um, whenever that hits Netflix, I will be uh, tuning in. So um, uh, yeah, let's move into November. Um, 
so first, right off the bat in November, we have uh, Denis Villeneuve's uh, Dune Part 2 coming out. Um, you know, Dune Part 1 was visually just incredible to me. Um, I read the book kind of right around that movie. I started it before I saw it and finished it after. And the book is so dense uh, and has so much going on um, that to me, it's just almost unadaptable. Um, but I think Denis Villeneuve did just about as good as you can do, which is to really capture visually and not try to focus too much on all the inner dialogue that goes on in the movie um, and just try to show us what's happening uh, and try to get the viewers caught up. Um, and uh, I thought it's one of those movies that has a part two where I'm hoping that the the part two comes out and reverse engineering makes part one even better because of what is done with part two. I trust uh, Denis Villeneuve as a director to do a great job with this. And so I'm not too worried about it. I'm excited about it. Obviously, we have Timothy Chalamet returning as Paul Atreides um, and just uh, just a very full cast. Uh, just to rattle off some Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Josh Brolin, Austin Butler, Florence Pugh, Dave Bautista, Christopher Walken, Leia Sadu, Stellan Stars Skarsgård, Javier Bardem. I mean, it's just a really incredible cast. Um, some of these um, jumping in uh, new for this part two, um, some of them returning from part one. But yeah, uh, I'm really excited to see what Villeneuve does with this one, um, Doom Part 2 coming out November 3rd. Uh, moving forward a week, we have um, The Killer, which is uh, David Fincher's new film. Uh, it's I feel like it's been a while since we've had a David Fincher film come out. Um, I don't even know what the last one was. Um, oh, it was Mank. Uh, so it's been a few years. Um, Mank was fine. Uh, it was not, um, it was very different for, for, um, Fincher. And so, uh, this one seems like he's getting back into his normal fare. Uh, the description here says after a fateful near miss, an assassin battles his employers and himself on an international manhunt. He insists isn't personal. Um, so yeah, we, we have, uh, Michael Fassbender, Tilda Swinton, um, in this one, uh, a few others. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's called the killer and this one is, uh, set to release November 10th. David Fincher is one of those directors that, you tell me it's David Fincher. I'm like, well, I'm probably going to try to check it out. Um, so that comes out November 10th. Um, I believe uh, the next one that I have written down, uh, there's a couple um, kind of end of November. So one is uh, that I'll mention really quickly is uh, called Wish. It's um, a new, the new newest Disney animated classic that's coming out. Um, it's about, um, a girl that wishes on a star and the star comes down to earth and yeah, who knows what happens after that? We'll have to see. Uh, it stars Ariana DeBose, who I thought was in incredible in West Side Story and Hamilton. Um, uh, and then Chris Pine and Alan Tudyk. Um, so it should be 
fun. Uh, should be a fun movie. I, I'm interested to see um, how that turns out. I Disney is, you know, can be pretty up and down. Um, but uh, I, I think I have, you know, I think hopefully they can do a great job with this one. We will find out. Um, I didn't mention. Uh, okay, yeah. So we're on November 22nd. So let's go over to um, the other one coming out that day, which is Napoleon Ridley Scott's new movie starring Joaquin Phoenix and Vanessa Kirby. Um, this should be interesting. Um, Ridley Scott is, um, he's a director that feels like he can be pretty hit or miss. Um, uh, but when you have Joaquin Phoenix at the helm, um, uh, you know, it, Surely it won't be a bad movie, <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, to checking out what how Joaquin handles being uh, the short, angry uh, Frenchman um, in Napoleon. Uh, we will find out. Um, yeah, that's that's coming out November 22nd. Uh, that's November. So, um, yeah, we're we're almost through here. If you stuck in with me, uh, thank you. Uh, we're heading into December now. Um, December 1st, there's a movie coming out, uh, expected to release December 1st called Saltburn. Um, I can't remember. It might be a limited release December 1st, um, or just an expected release. Um, this is by, um, uh, director Emerald Fennell. Uh, we mentioned her briefly, um, in our movie news section on, uh, the French Dispatch episode where we were talking about current female, uh, working directors, um, she released a movie, uh, a year or two ago called Promising Young Woman that I still have not seen, but I've heard fantastic things about. So I'm excited about this one, especially because it stars Barry Keegan, um, in, uh, in the lead role, um, who is, I've seen in several things that I, I think he's just a great actor. So, uh, yeah, Emerald Fennel, um, it's, uh, about, this character that Barry Keegan plays who um, is struggling to find his place at Oxford gets pulled into this um, aristocrat family and their eccentric estate for a summer. Uh, who knows? I, I don't know. I don't, you know, it sounds like a setup for a plot, but not a plot. <laughs> and so I don't know exactly what's going on in this film, but uh, I'm interested in Emerald as a director and so, um, so yeah, I, I, I hope to check this one out. Uh, that's the beginning of December. Uh, then of course, uh, you have December 15th, um, is Wonka. I'm not super excited about Wonka. Um, I've seen the trailer and it looks kind of silly, which I guess is fine for a, a Willy Wonka film. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't look very promising to me, but I'll, I'll probably still check it out. Um, I, um, I, I, I told my wife, uh, it's directed by Paul King who directed the Paddington, uh, movies. And, um, I told my wife, you know, if Paddington makes a cameo, then I, I think I'll be in, um, I highly doubt that'll happen, but, um, but yeah, Timothy Chalamet and, uh, and the role of Willy Wonka, I'm just not sure how I feel about it. Um, but 
I am interested enough to check it out and see if he can do a good job with this. It's supposed to be a prequel of sorts to the Willy Wonka story, how he got started. I just don't know. I don't feel like it's necessary. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, Paul King and Timothy Chalamet prove me wrong uh, because, you know, I, if a movie's good, I'm all I'm all for good movies coming out. So, uh, the final movie that was December fifteenth for Wonka. The final movie I have written down is Michael Mann's new movie Ferrari, starring uh, Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Uh, man, that. <laughs> that sounds good. Just a Michael Mann movie starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. I'm sold. I don't have to know anything else. Um, but it's, um, I guess, I assume a bit of a, a biopic about uh, former race car driver Enzo Ferrari. Um, and yeah, I really don't personally need to know anything else. Um, it's called Ferrari. Ferraris are cool. Um, it's a Michael Mann movie. Michael Mann movies are cool. Uh, it's starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. I mean, what more do you really need to know? Uh, I'm excited about it. That comes out December 25th. So that's our, I guess, our Christmas present this year is a new Michael Mann movie. Of course, Michael Mann, um, you know, movies like Heat, uh, Thief, Collateral, um, Last of the Mohicans. Uh, yeah, the, you know. It's Michael Mann. He's a, a great director. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, there are other movies that I am looking forward to that are supposed to be releasing this fall. There's other movies that have already been released that I haven't gotten around to. Um, but there's just too many to get into. So I'm going to leave it right there. We've kind of hit a few movies that are supposed to be coming out um, each month this fall. Uh, I'm excited about a lot of these. I'm just excited to have movies to go see in the theaters. Um, and, you know, hopefully a lot of these will be great and make Tom Cruise proud and hope, you know, he's saved movies with Maverick and now there's all these great movies coming out. So, uh, yeah, that's a bit tongue in cheek, but, um, not to take anything away from Tom Cruise or Maverick, both great. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that, um, that's my fall movie preview. Um, I hope that you're able to check out, uh, some of these and I hope I'm able to check out all of these. Uh, I'm excited about all of them. Uh, maybe some more than others, obviously, as, as I said, but, but yeah, um, I hope this episode gave you some really, you know, some new things to check out. Uh, maybe that uh, I gave in that first segment and maybe some interesting things to look forward to that uh, you got on your radar um, uh, coming up here in the future um, and in this fall. Uh, so uh, before uh, before we go, um, just uh, a little bit of um, just sort of, uh, I guess, uh, future what what's coming up in the future for the show. Obviously, we're doing Christopher Nolan uh, in our next uh, series as a director. As of the time of this recording, I'm just not sure if this episode, the overview episode for Christopher Nolan will be ready to go for August 18th uh, release. Um, so just be um, 
be tuned in to um, my uh, Instagram for the podcast, Facebook page, um, uh, Twitter, wherever you're plugged in most. Uh, just be on the lookout and I'll be making sure to update you um, on all the social media platforms on um, when this uh, new series is going to start. Um, at the very latest, uh, the first episode for the Christopher Nolan series will be kicking off September 1st. Uh, but uh, if it's ready for August 18th, I'll be putting it out there. Um, but uh, but I might need a, a week or two break um, to get it off the ground. So we might have a week or two break of the show. Uh, we might not. Uh, we'll just have to see. Uh, stay tuned in to uh, social media. You can follow me, um, by the way, just to plug it. Um, if you go to establishingshot.com, that's the easiest way to find everywhere to get plugged in to the show, um, whether on the podcast or social media. Um, I have all the links there on the website. Um, but uh, just real quick, um, on Twitter, uh, the podcast is at eShotPod. Um, on Instagram and Facebook, it's at EstablishingShotPod. Uh, really easy to find. And so um, just plug in there, uh, be, uh, have your ear to the ground um, for updates on when the Christopher Nolan series is going to release. I wish I had it ready um, to tell you, but uh, I, at the time of this recording, I just don't have it ready. And so, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that series and I hope you are too. Uh, but that is it for this episode. I've been Eli Price, and this has been The Establishing Shot. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you so much for joining us on The Establishing Shot today. We hope you enjoyed the episode and got a lot out of it. Make sure before you go to like and subscribe uh, on all your podcast platforms, and especially on Spotify and Apple, if you could leave a rating and review, that would greatly help the visibility of the podcast, and I would greatly appreciate it. Again, if you go to establishingshotpod.com, you can find out all you need to know about the show, where to find us on the social media platforms, where to find us podcast-wise, YouTube, uh, and you can even leave a voicemail there on the website on the right side of your screen. So click that if you want to give a comment or ask a question about the show. Uh, just feel free to leave a voicemail. We'd be happy to feature that on the show. And also, if you just want to email rather than leave a voicemail, you can email us at establishingshotpod at gmail.com. And we would be happy to answer your question there or feature a question or comment on the show if it pertains to uh, the episodes. So please do that. And we would love for you to join the Establishing Shot family. You can, again, find where to do that on the donate page at establishingshotpod.com. We hope you have a great week and we look forward to seeing you again next time. We were happy here for a little while. But look, I figure it this way. Better to be king for a night than schmuck for a lifetime.